Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Mark Homer here from Progressive Property. I'm here to give you an urgent update about the coronavirus. Hello, my name's Wayne Beecham and I am the Managing Director of Progressive Let's. Okay, so are you ready to get started, Wayne? We've got a whole bunch of questions here from our listeners and viewers. Uh, The question is, how are we handling the coronavirus situation and what are we doing in our businesses uh, at the moment? So um, I think Wayne is sort of best placed to tell you what's happening with um, our tenants. Wayne's my business partner. He, he, He runs the letting agency that looks after mine and Rob's properties and he's got a whole stack of other landlords that he looks after. So he's got over 800 tenants that he's dealing with um, on a weekly basis. So over to you, Wayne. What, what are you doing in your business to, 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 to handle this, this crisis? So at the moment, I think from a letting agency's point of view, it's twofold from both how the business operates and managing the financials of a business and also how it affects each individual tenant and landlord. So I think from a business point of view, it's sort of going into what we would call a hibernation mode where we're prioritising what jobs are important, what actually needs to fundamentally be done, um, and to ensuring we're protecting the income of the business and the landlords and the well-being and health of the tenants. So from a business point of view, we've evaluated the figures to look at what overheads we're paying. At the moment is a great time to be able to get reduction on overheads. People or portals such as Rightmove are now contacting us to give us a reduction on our advertising spend each month. Um, all the way through to the tenants and the problems encountered by tenants maybe not being able to pay their rent and the impacts that that may have on the landlords and what action landlords need to take to ensure that they can still profitably run their property portfolio. Okay, so, I mean, you're, you've got lots of tenants and those tenants, I guess, call you up and say, I can't pay my rent. Mm. What are you, how are you dealing with all of that at the moment? First of all, I think what we had to do was assess each individual tenant because with the tenants, it's very easy, especially with three-month ban on eviction proceedings being able to take place, is that making sure the tenant's not being an opportunist in this time. So first of all, we've actually had to assess whether the tenants are affected by this and they've got a list of documentation they have to go through and queries and questions they have to answer to ensure that they are actually being affected by this situation. And then from there, it's about educating and finding a solution to that problem. So for example, if a tenant has a genuine issue that they may have been made redundant or can't pay their rent due to reduction in salary, we would then look at the options available to them. This is involved in most cases, looking through the tenant's financial current position to see if we can help them in any way, shape or form that they may not have seen themselves. So going through their outgoings and what money they've got coming in, seeing where they can pay even if it's £10 towards the rent or £20 towards the rent and then looking at their situation and giving them advice on what may be available to them in terms of benefit claims. So, uh, and I guess the other sort of side of this is you're having to sort of run a skeleton staff. Um, I know you can sort of still operate from an office, but uh, a lot of your staff have had to go home. 
Yeah, I think first of all, from a business point of view, it was a case of looking at the structure of the business, what is important and what isn't. So as the restrictive movements came into play and obviously not being able to do viewings on properties, how we again prepare ourselves for the future for the landlord. So i.e. we've got visual viewings taking place even though tenants are struggling at the moment to be able to apply for properties because we can't obtain any references because of the situation we're currently in. We can't do inventories, we can't actually physically move any tenants into properties. What we can, what we are finding is there's still a high level of inquiries coming through. So we're still communicating back to those inquiries Registering, registering them against the properties. People are interested in moving. I think with the amount of time that people are still yeah. spending isolated at the moment, there is still a number of people who have their incomes protected or maybe have been furloughed from their work and therefore still have a degree of income safeguarded. And they still want to feel that if they're in a position where the end of their tenancy is coming, people may have served notice or landlords are selling and therefore they're left in a position where they still feel like they need to find accommodation, those people are still looking and therefore there is still a level of inquiries coming through. And in that situation, we can still vet those people over the phone and form a waiting list of people waiting for properties that as soon as things move and change, we're in that best possible position to be able to move on those properties and then reduce any losses to that individual landlord. So I think from from my point of view, um, obviously we have a training business as well. Um, we've had to send uh, the staff home from that, um, and they're operating from home. You know, less of them, quite a few have been furloughed, but um, there's some that are operating from home. Um, obviously, our events can't continue because um, we're not allowed gatherings anymore. Um, and um, separate to that, obviously, I've got I've got one construction site rolling at the moment. We're continuing with it. Uh, practicing, you know, sort of hand sanitizer, uh, face masks, um, you know, making sure they're spaced two me- uh, minimum two metres apart. Uh, and legally, we're allowed to continue. Uh, the government are supporting us and we'll continue until they tell us we can't. Uh, but at the moment, that looks positive. Um, the big challenge there is the builders merchants, the likes of Travis Perkins and Juicens and people like that have shut down. Um, but I suspect that's more because the big builders you know persimmon and barrett you know they're not building so it's maybe uneconomic for for those guys to to remain open so we found lots of smaller ones smaller sort of uh trade counters and builders merchants who are interested in operating um and um you know they i suspect we won't go back to the big boys once uh, once this um, blows over uh, because these guys are giving us a really good service we're hiring a van and we're going to pick materials up obviously uh, following all the uh, procedures. Um, But these guys are working outside. Um, So um, that's why we get to continue with that. Um, In terms of our portfolio, um, obviously Wayne's managing it. um, But in in terms of banks, you can see they're they're starting to become a bit more cautious. They're probably dropping loan to values. Um, I did have a message from our development funder today. They're still drawing down. They're working more from home. They've got a skeleton staff in the office. Uh, but they're being supportive, saying, look, we know the site's going to take a bit longer to finish, all this sort of thing. Um, so, you know, all in all, um, you know, we're, 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 we're sort of cracking on, but um, in, a, in a much reduced way. So the question is, what would we do if our tenant decided to just simply stop paying? I think Wayne is absolutely the best person to answer that question. So I think it's an important question if tenants are obviously contacting you 
to inform you that they can't pay their rent. Obviously, they've had a change in circumstances in the case of evaluating that situation. So exactly what has happened and what situation are they in? What losses are they currently encountering and how can we deal with that situation? So dependent, you do have to evaluate each individual tenancy dependent on what situation they're currently in. So that can be anything from tenants finding that they've lost all income and therefore you need to assist and help the tenants in getting support from local benefits. Now, this is quite difficult at the moment because there was just some information released yesterday saying that local applications for universal credit or help was 100,000 applications yesterday, which in volume terms is the same amount that they received for the whole month of January. So therefore, people are finding long waits on the phone and it's quite difficult to get information. But by helping and assisting your tenant to pursue that phone call <clears throat> to contact the benefits office and obviously ensure that they're getting the help as soon as they can will ensure that there is income coming in and mm. assisting both the tenant and the landlord. Now, if the tenant has had a reduction of salary and therefore they are just struggling with making the full rental payment, it may be that you come up with a payment plan with the tenant to pay part of their rent at the moment, ensuring that they're aware that they need to continue to make overpayments when the situation changes to, to repay any amount that's, that is outstanding at that point. Also, another thing we're looking at is what support networks each individual tenant has. So therefore, are they in financial trouble, but actually they've got a family member, a parent who is still on full pay working from home, or who has savings who can actually help them in their current situation. So it's really a case of looking at each individual tenant and each of their circumstances to try and find the best possible solution for them. So the question is, what is the mortgage holiday? Uh, does it work and should people be doing it? Well, I don't think it's a mortgage holiday. I don't think they exist. I think it'll be a deferment of interest and or capital repayment. Um, or, or both. Um, and I, so I think lots of people aren't paying any mortgage payments for three months, but clearly the interest um, continues to accrue and you wouldn't get in the benefit of any capital repayments from the period you didn't pay. So um, I think lots of banks are doing it. I've seen forms flying around. I don't think they're, they're asking many questions. I just think they're, they're ticking the yes box. Um, so yeah, if you ring your, your residential mortgage lender and ask them for that, you're likely to get it. Uh, I think if it's an investment loan, a buy-to-let loan, your tenant, you need to, sh my understanding is you need to show evidence your tenant hasn't paid or they're in difficulty. If you show that to your lender, then you get a, a reduction on your mortgage on that one. Uh, I've also spoken to our sort of commercial um, investment sort of lender who, who lends on our, our properties on a a sort of commercial basis. And he said he's applying for quite a few uh, capital repayment deferments. So people are just going to pay interest only for a while, which I found quite interesting. Is now a good time to buy? Uh, I think if it was cheap enough, it would be. The problem is lots of vendors will be unaccepting that, uh, you know, the, the market has changed. It's very difficult to do viewings now, very difficult to get hold of estate agents because most of them have shut. Um, so I think it could be very difficult to do a deal right now. And if house prices do drop, it'll just take a while. The stock market always reacts very quickly. You'll see 
you know, 2,000, 2,500 points came out of it in, in the space of two weeks. Um, property often takes a year, 18 months, two years, could be three years to drift down to its new level. Um, so, you know, coming out of this, uh, I suspect property prices may be lower and, you know, lots of vendors won't accept that. They'll still be living in 2019. Um, but, you know, properties that have to sell like repossessions or auction properties that are being sold by institutions or councils, um, they're suddenly going to sell for quite a bit less. So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Um, I just think you might find it quite hard to buy something right now because everyone's shut. Yeah, completely agree. I think there will be opportunities that come about. And I think the first opportunities which will probably arise will probably be around around the rent to rent market. Um, I think as we all find that properties remain empty, there'll be enough a, a number of landlords who probably need their properties filling or require that financial support through renting their property. So I think prior to actually buying a property, I think maybe rent to rent opportunities will be the first things that people will find will probably be on the table for any investor that's looking to get back involved in the market as soon as possible. That's something for you, actually. Um, your landlords who've got serviced accommodation who are in bother, they can probably get a grant. Yeah, I've seen that. It's yeah. available. Also, we're seeing there's actually quite rates. a few opportunities because yeah. we've still got Silverdor contacting us for needing people so to go into certain areas so we've actually found it's dipped and we know it's going to be a dip everyone knows they're going to but it's not as bad as it looked it'll see how it pans out over the yeah. next couple of weeks yeah. yeah is now a good time to sell well now is a terrible time to sell um you know you're not going to find any buyers because agents are shut um any buyers that are there are probably quite scared about their job about mortgage lending about what's going to happen to property prices so if you can just sort of hold on get it let, maybe take less rent, um, sort of trade your way through it. I think that is definitely the best thing to do. The worst thing at the moment is to be a seller. Yeah, agreed. I think there's some massive concerns at the moment of whether now is a good time to sell. And I agree, I think it's a terrible time to sell. Um, I think it's important to evaluate the situation. I think as and when travel restrictions are lifted, the opportunities will come about whereby you'll be able to potentially rent your properties. And therefore, at that time, I think the demand is going to spike. And I think then, you know, there won't be as many concerns about having to make flippant decisions or rash decisions to sell very quickly. What is the one thing that all landlords stroke property investors need to be doing right now? Well, cash is king. Cash is absolutely king. So you need to be finding ways to make sure you get the rent in from your tenant. Any refinances, you want to get those done as quick as possible before the banks change their minds or, you know, go out to surveyors and check values and all that sort of thing. Um, probably re reduce your outgoings, um, you know, on your portfolio for sure. Um, and um, and just make sure you retain the cash. I, I think they're the things which are, are right at the front of my mind. Yeah, agreed. I think at the moment it's important to know your numbers, and I think that's what a lot of people are doing, both business and property. Um, I think understanding uh, where you currently sit, um, that rent, that you, what rent level you have coming in, and if you have any issues or problems around rent, how it's being dealt with either by yourself or by your agent. Also making sure that and the avenues as a letting agency that we can continue to pursue in terms of maintenance. Um, and in some ways, we've been looking at how technology can benefit us moving forward in terms of um, not being able to do property inspections at the moment. Um, our software provider has given us the opportunity to have the individual tenants that are in isolation do their own inspection reports with 
uh, photographic um, and stamp date photos in their reports. So I think it's a case of keeping the wheels in motion, good communication to everyone involved, ensuring that out of everything that they're allowing in terms of gas safety certificates and maintenance, um, that you are doing everything you can to both uh, reduce any damage to the property and losses from that side of things, but also to keep um, tenants in a healthy position while they remain in the properties, as well as keeping a keen eye on rent levels and what is happening with your individual tenants and their circumstances. So are we both scared about this crisis or do we see an opportunity? Well, I, you know, I don't think it really helps to be scared. I think what helps is to sort of plan, work out what the new world looks like, you know, get in really early, work really hard and, and, and just sort of modify your business to try and take advantage of the opportunities that are inevitably going to appear. Um, you know, I think in big shifts like this, in, in times where there's huge shifts, um, this is where the sort of big money transfer takes place. And um, this happened sort of 08, 09, a similar sort of, you know, transfer took place and this will happen again this time. So, you need to be ready, you need to be there, you need to be alert, you need to be learning, surrounded by great people, metaphorically, maybe online. Um, and, um, you know, I, I just think you need to educate yourself through this period uh, and learn from the best because the world is changing and you've got to grasp this new world, move your business, set, you, set your sail in, in the new direction uh, and take advantage um, once we sort of start to come out of it. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think the right the time now is the right time to be scared. I think it's a case of planning for the future and also minimising um, the fallout on the other side of this in terms of being prepared, uh, getting educated and ensuring that you're using all the tools that will now become available to be both a better property investor, but also uh, a better business if you're actually a letting agency. So I think there are changes coming into play. I think video viewings and maybe VR for the future of viewing properties is a big change that's going to come in in the future. Um, I think that as a business side of things does cut down overheads in traveling out to properties. Um, I think people are more keen on that, especially with being able to view properties from the comfort of their own home. It's some technology that's been sitting in, in the background, but I think this is really started to push those avenues to ensure that um, people can really you know, grasp that opportunity moving forward in the future. When will this crisis end? Well, clearly I'm not a specialist in uh, epidemics, um, so that would not be a particularly, um, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't give you a particularly learned answer on that, but um, it's quite clear that, you know, they, the, the government with their initial sort of um, support is offering three months worth of support. So you get the feeling, and, and Boris has, has sort of mentioned that, um, you know, we can we can send coronavirus packing in, in three months if we all follow the rules. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of expecting three to six months, maybe these restrictions may be around. Obviously, there's a, there's a, a, a you know, a continuing issue afterwards. There may be some restrictions, um, you know, there, there'll be probably um, issues around unemployment. There'll be issues in, you know, in the economy that will continue on much further. Um, you know, and, and the recession that we're clearly at the beginning of at the moment and already in um, will continue, I imagine, for a period of time. So I can't tell you exactly. I suspect we're on lockdown, though, for I think probably at least three months. Yeah, I think knowing when this will end is quite hard to determine. I think looking at other countries and seeing how what timescales they are, they are 
have adopted and, and are coming out the other side. I think it's important really, rather than focusing on when we're gonna come out of this, in what are gonna be the stages and how do we react to the individual stages. I think when travel restrictions are listed, lifted, then I think obviously landlords, agents need to be prepared to take make the most of that opportunity in ensuring that viewings can take place, properties can then be occupied, fulfilling issues where people feel they you know, are having to extend notice periods because they can't currently leave their, their property. So I think it's a case of looking at the you know, shorter term in what opportunities can be made as things move forward and as travel restrictions are lifted and advice that's given on exactly when we can start moving people back into properties, performing property viewings, um, and obviously uh, getting people back into properties. What will the world look like in one year's time? Well, clearly I haven't got an answer to that question. Um, uh, it's probably beyond my realms of understanding, uh, but you know, the, the world economy will be smaller. Uh, I, it's quite clear that all the westernized northern and southern, a lot of the southern hemisphere countries are going into recession. Um, so I, pre I presume there'll be less spending. Uh, I suspect there's gonna be some run-on effects with travel. Um, lots of people will be nervous about going abroad and catching things and, and all that. that. That will probably roll on a while, um, certainly until there is a vaccine for this. Um, I, I think countries are going to be probably more inward looking and, and maybe not let people in without sort of checking, you know, testing and, and all that sort of stuff on the way in. So um, it's going to be a different world. Yeah, I think um, going forward, I think there will be uh, opportunities in how the world changes. I think we were already experiencing stresses on things like local authorities in terms of housing. I think that's going to grow. Um, so I think maybe landlords need to look at the opportunities there may be there as more people are looking for housing because they've been made redundant, uh, claiming benefits. Uh, councils are probably going to be screaming out to local landlords to assist with that um, oversupply of tenants which already existed there to obviously fulfil those needs and have people into their properties. Um, so I think there's this, that situation is going to be exacerbated by this as we move into a different time um, and I think it's key to keep on, on, on terms with your local councils and how that environment is going to change and as more people go back into work again we will find um, that there's more people looking for accommodation and to be able to um, supply that need. So if anybody is interested in learning more, um, Wayne obviously has a huge amount of knowledge uh, about uh, lettings and, and, and managing tenants. Uh, and he, he's managing uh, properties for landlords on a national basis. Um, so Wayne, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, if you need any help or support or want to discuss anything further, then feel free to contact us on info, which is I-N-F-O, at progressivelets.co.uk. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you want more content like this, you need to be in the PP supporter program. So the link is bit.ly forward slash PP supporter. That's bit.ly forward slash PP supporter. So if you want the latest updates, the best information in property, you need to be on the PP supporter program. Thank you very much. Stay safe and goodbye.